A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast Shropshire Supplement Show. With me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hill, Mr. Loyal Joss Elliott, Ian Slat Slater your comprehensive rundown of every Shropshire division from the Prem all the way to Division 8. And welcome back to another episode of the Cow Pat Cow Corner podcast. Uh, once again, my name is James Hurl and joining me for this brand new, uh, well, new series or I don't, don't kind of podcast. I don't really know uh, what we what we call this one, but this is the new Sun- Shropshire Supplement. So Basically, the idea of this podcast is we've got a member of our Shropshire Cricket League show and also a member of our extra show who are going to come on and we're going to try and get through all the leagues quickly in an hour and we're going to be filling these in on weeks where we do not have a Shropshire Cricket League episode or an extra show episode. So these will go hand in hand with the Birmingham League show releases, if that makes sense. Anyway, so joining me for the very first one, none other than Mr. Loyal himself, Joss Elliott. How are you, Joss? I'm very well, thanks, James. How are you getting on? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We're coming up to our uh, ton at the moment on the podcast, something that you're quite used to this season, man in form. I haven't had a ton yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you're getting close to him, mate. You're getting close to him. I wasn't that close on Sunday. I was 100 off on Sunday. 100 off at 10. <laughs> friendly. Oh, well, not for all of me, though, so that doesn't, doesn't really Yeah, I started well, started well. Started. <laughs> and joining the main man, Joss Elliott, is Ian Slat Slater from The Extra Show. How are we, Slats? I'm all right, James. I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm 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 good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. I won't go into all the details of what's been happening uh, with yourself lately, but um, it's been quite interesting, hasn't it? Oh yeah. Well, you know, much like Joss. I mean, you know, I got a fifty at the weekend. Um, 
Unfortunately, it was off my bowling, so that's not really great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the vagaries of playing at Kun for you. <laughs> Drop catches and boundaries. But it's nice that the season seems to have started getting going now and the weather's getting a bit nice. I've said that. It was absolutely freezing the last few days. But uh, yeah, it's the, the weather's getting a bit better and it seems a bit more consistent with our cricket now. Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, you really think of the, how, what the start was like for the first couple of weeks. You couldn't get a game of cricket, and now it's it's lovely and dry, and the groundsmen are crying out for rain and a bit a bit of water on the pitches. But there we are. <laughs> that's, 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 that's 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 Shropshire for you, isn't it? Yeah. So a little bit more about what's going to happen in this podcast. So as you know, we're going from Prem to Division Eight. So that's nine divisions. So we're going to try and keep it to as close to an hour as we can. So we're looking to do about five to six minutes on each division each podcast host has got three divisions that they are looking after i'm looking after the prem division two and division five just division one division three and division seven and then slats is good with all the rest so that's four <laughs> six and eight off the top of my head well done james uh before we start this podcast anyway there's uh something big happening this month isn't there guys josse you know all about this one mate yeah yeah i'm really excited <laughs> it's june 23rd having a got some um some space at the in the Holly Stand at Edgebaston, buzzing for it. It's going to be good. You can get discounted tickets, food and drink if you use the code COWPOD23. We have some um, on the pitch entertainment at half time, some inter club competition. Should be a great game of cricket. The Bears against the Pairs. Bring it on. Yeah. Do I get that right? Said- you put spot on, mate. It's not like as if we were recording promos at Edgebaston <laughs> constantly the other day uh, when we went to the Bears-Lancashire game. So, yeah, as, as Joss mentioned, 23rd of June this month, Bears versus Pairs or Rapids, whatever you want to call them, Maxwell, Bracewell, Santner, the Hain train will be in full force, Ed Barnard, there's Dylan Pennington, all the big names are going to be there for one of the biggest rivalries in English cricket. And we, as Joss has said, have got two blocks in the Hollies at the Cow Corner section for all of the people who follow the podcast. All you need to do is you, when you sign up for your tickets, you use the discount code COWPOD23, as Joss said, and you get to sit with us in our section of the Hollies. Everyone who is in our section of the Hollies will be involved with the club v club challenge at the interval so put forward someone from your team and we'll get them on also the clubs who bring the most people to the day will be getting a shout out from the team at edge baston on the day on the big screen and uh whilst the game's going on so make sure you hustle your teammates and the opposition that you're playing on the next day get yourselves down there it's going to be one hell of a day we're going to have one hell of a party it's going to be it's going to be really good uh we've all booked the day off because i know we're going to have a bit of a day of it and uh we're looking forward to seeing you all guys down there and uh yeah make sure once you've booked those tickets get in contact with us send us an email cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com and we'll make sure we get you discounted food and drinks as well. So as well as the discounted tickets that you get with our code. Also, the more tickets that you buy, the more discount that you get with that code. So zero to five, five to ten, etc., etc. After that, slats, we're having a bit of a party afterwards, aren't we? 
I believe, I believe we're off to uh, sixes, are we not? Just we to, are. We're off to, to have a little, a little bit of so just yeah. <laughs> keep, the cricket fun just keeps coming. Yeah. But what I was going to say to what I was going to say to you, Hurley, is as a group of us from Willie as well. It's it's one of. Um, in fact, actually, I can't say that because it's a surprise. <laughs> rewind that. Rewind that. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're just we're just going to gloss over that in case. I know we've got a big group from Shrewsbury. I think they've got about nine or ten. I know we've got sixteen odd from Pontsbury. Uh, the the organizer needs to get in contact with me for that one because I need to be able to sort out their discount and their discounted food and drinks as well on that one. So if you do know the organizer for Pontsbury, do get him to get in contact with me. Uh, I know we've got about five five or six from Gillsfield. I know that we've got a Worfield and I think Worfield have got like a few of them and a few people from other clubs who are going together. I think there's about seven or eight of them. There's obviously all of us on the podcast. That's another nine or ten. Um, I know Kunda looking to get a group together as well. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big group of all Shropshire cricketers all on a big night out. It's going to be it's going to be fun or carnage. I'll which, be very uh, I'll be very surprised the Column Boys aren't involved in this as well. Because <laughs> they they like a night out. Yes. <laughs> So make sure you get involved. Um, all of the links on our on our bio and everything that we put on on socials go straight to the tickets with the discounted code already added. If you do have any issues or any struggles, do send us a message and we'll help you out with booking them. Um, and yeah, make sure that you put in that discount code COWPOD23 to make sure that you get it. And uh, you can only be involved with the discounted food and drinks, the discounted tickets and everything else if you are in our section. Without being in our section, you don't get any of the extra benefits and it's going to be a great day and the cricket is going to be phenomenal as well. So why not? There's still time. Get them before they're all gone. It's going to be one hell of a day. But anyway, let's get ourselves on to our first division and the Premier Division. That are I'm early. leading the way in the premier division we've got wellington with 137 points in second place quat in third place wem sentinel in fourth with 106 shrewsbury second 11 in fifth with 95 whitchurch first 11 with 93 oswestry 74 shelton in eighth st george's in ninth ludlow in tenth madeley in 11th and newport firsts in 12th with 31 so looking at the prem initially it's i mean surprise for me guys is that newport are down at the bottom the pro- i think we mentioned it the last week as well you know probably struggling having lost a few players over the off season and yeah it's they had another tough game last weekend where where shrewsbury second 11 beat them by three wickets uh shrewsbury second 11 getting newport all out for 137 before knocking them off seven down. Another side who are doing really well are Wellington, who are who are off to a good start, beating beating Oswestry Quat in their big game, beat Whitchurch, Whitchurch Quat put scoring 230 for nine off their 50, and then bowling Whitchurch all out for 170, being the main result there. Ludlow coming back into some form with a good winning draw against St George's and Wem with a big win against Maidley as they continue their good form there. So guys, 
what are our thoughts having a look at the Prem? Bit of a shock that, oh yeah, I'm a bit surprised. Obviously, Ludlow having done so well last mm. year, reigning, you know, reigning champions, um, really struggling this year. Um, you know, they've they've drawn a couple of games the last two weeks, um, and just it just hasn't really clicked for them. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if you guys can shed any light on that, but it's a real surprise for me. Um, knowing the guys from the hundred and how well they play in that, it was kind of uh, yeah, big surprise. Uh, no shock to see Quat up there, really. Mm-hmm. Um, just interesting to see how Austria are performing. Obviously, um, reinstated at the start of the season, so um, and they're sort of mid table at the minute. But yeah, I think I think from 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 my end, Joss, I think Wellington first at the top of the table. It, they're a big side and someone that you expect to do well. Obviously, their younger guns are starting to perform, uh, having been given the last yeah. few years and uh, having a good overseas is also helping. Yeah, I think this could be their year, to be honest. As you say, they're a massive club. They've got, what, five, six teams on a, the weekend? Mm. Um, and they all seem to be there or thereabouts. So that, you know, they haven't had quite the success that Worthfield or Wem or Quat have had in the past. So I think I think this could be their year, yeah. yeah. Good luck uh, to them. Yeah, as you say, they've got a lot of youngsters. And uh, another side who kind of, well, I say going under the radar, but a side who find themselves in fifth as kind of like the best of the rest because you kind of got like that top... You got that top four. I mean, you, you probably say Whitchurch should be in it, but obviously they've had a run of tough, tough results re- recently. Have found themselves kind of dropped from second to sixth in the last two weeks. But Shrewsbury second eleven. Um, good to see a side who have gone up from Division One has promoted his first place last season, and especially a second eleven doing so well. Obviously recruited well um, recently, and with the ability to have an overseas playing ones and twos is making a massive difference for them and then as as, you, as we mentioned earlier a big surprise to see the likes of Maidley and Newport down at the bottom but I guess with all the ingoings and outgoings at, at various clubs you know it's maybe a bit of a, a transitional period for them. Um, any final thoughts on this division before we move on to division one? Um, not for me no not really it's um I think the big shock is Newport down the bottom, and as Slat mm. said, Ludlow in tenth, having done so well last year. Mm. Um, be interesting to see how it, how it pans out over the next few games. Yeah. Okay. Great stuff. Let's move ourselves on to Division One. <coughs> okay. So we move ourselves on to Division One. Joss. Yeah. So Division One started uh, interestingly. Uh, top of the pile at the moment is Newtown, despite having lost their last two games. They've got an 11-point lead over Frankton in second. Uh, there's just five points separating Frankton, Shiftle and Allscott in second, third and fourth. Bit of a drop then to Worfield in fifth. Chirk in sixth. Wellington in seventh. Rocks to eighth. Kund in ninth. Lillishall in tenth. Bowmere eleventh. And then Bridge North, quite a bit of drift at the bottom. There are 24 points adrift of uh, Bowmere at the bottom. But it's... um. Yeah, as I say, Newtown, had, they've been leading from the off, really, but they've lost their last two. They've got a massive game next week. They're playing Frankton uh, at Frankton, I believe. So that, that's a huge game for them. They'll, they'll want to look back, get back to winning ways, um, re-establish a decent, decent lead up there because 11 points is nothing. As I say, they won't be top if they lose next week. But it's um, it's good. There's been some, some big performances. I ought to shout out to uh, Jason. Allen, not for bowling pies at me, but for scoring two consecutive tons. He got, um, 
I think it was um, <laughs> both unbeaten as well. 101 not out against uh, Bridge North and then 102 not out against Newtown. So, yeah, big performance from him. Good bowling performances. Pfeiffer for Nick Flack against Newtown. And Chirk beat Newtown. Obviously, Ashish Ashish got off to a flyer for Allscott, but he, he's missed out the last couple of games. But I see Allscott proved they could win without him, without his runs against Newtown when they put on 253 for three. Huge score. Jason Summers, 93. Jason Allen, 102, both undefeated. But Ashish Ashish did turn up with the ball and got four for 27. Uh, Newtown rolled for 157. Surprises for me in this, I think, after the after the signings Kun made, I'm surprised they're as low as they are. They're down in ninth. Yeah, I was going to say um, that as well, yeah. Ed, Ed Davis has been scoring runs, as has Craig Heath. I think Alex Johnson's picked up a few wickets as well. Mm. But I think I think Joe will be disappointed they're down there at the moment. Uh, is another one who I thought would be fighting for promotion. They're down in 11th at the moment, which is a surprise. Mm. Um, Roxy seem to have settled in quite well. Mm. Sorry, having, having looked at the results, it, is is the Bowmere stuff just because they've missed playing from a load of games, not due to having a pitch, or is it just, or have they just not been winning either? Yeah, they've lost. They've lost three Actually, games. They, they beat Wellington. They mm. beat Wellington. Toby Jones got fifty, put on one hundred and sixty-six mm. for eight. Mm. Reduced Wellington one hundred forty-one for nine. Harry Bolland got a three for. Mm. Um, that was two weeks ago, and then. Uh, they beat Kund or they got a winning draw against Kund um, mm. last weekend. Yeah. They're, um, Don't forget also, they had, they've had problems with their ground, haven't they? So they've had two games yeah. cancelled, which will affect yeah. them. Um, they've lost, yeah. they've lost yeah. three games. So, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. Again, Bridge, I'm starting to... You look at the top end, as you said, Josh, Newtown have had a great start. So, Frankton, Schiffnell and Old Scott, you wonder whether it's going to be those four moving forwards and you wonder whether Bridge North 2 is maybe cut adrift already. I, I, I fear for them. I must have, you know, 24 points. It's one whole result already behind after just seven games. And uh, and it's very close. I mean, you look, Lillishall in 10th was 66. Mm. Kun 67. Rocks to 69. Wellington 70. Chirk 71. Mm. So that's five points separating five teams. Um, Worthfield a bit on their own on 88. And then you've got all Scott and... Frankton and Shea. don't forget, don't forget also, Chirk have uh, fallen foul and had a penalty against them. Have they? Yes. Who have? Chirk. Oh, okay. uh, they've, had a fifth, they've, they've had a 15 point penalty for conceding their uh, second round match in the 100, the Premier 100. Ah. Ah, okay. okay. But yeah, they, they, I think they've been struggling with the batters bit as well from everything I've heard. So. You never know, they may get full availability and play it, you know, and get into the swing of things um, and start putting I results think, uh, together. But I think, you know, looking at that bottom bit, as we know, Joss, it's, it's always a bit of a toss up until the end of the season, isn't it? Seventh to 11th. Yeah, it certainly was for us last year and we're in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle, I think. And yeah, yeah I, th- I think Bohemir will come good. I can't see them staying down there for too long. Lily Shaw perhaps haven't adapted quite as well as Rockstar into Div One. Um, mm. Down in tenth. Again affected but, uh, affected by ground issues, so they've had a few cancels yes, as well. Yes, indeed. Yeah, because you were meant to play there, weren't you, early on? And yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays. I think the next few weeks as well is gonna be are they gonna be the big ones, aren't they? Because people are starting to play cons- 
more regularly. Grounds are starting to kind of level themselves out. You're not getting as many scooters. Well, unless you're playing on our ground. <laughs> but, oh, uh... <laughs> sorry, where, sorry, where was that? <laughs> um, all, all the pitch's fault, not my inability to bat <laughs> or technique or ability to play cricket. Nothing wrong with it last yeah. night, Hurley. Nothing wrong with it last night. <laughs> knocked off 122 and 16 overs against Wem. Nothing wrong with it then. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I thought you were away to Wem. Were you at home? No, yeah, home. Oh, yeah. absolute gun, you see. Because I wasn't involved, that's why. That's the correlation. Front, front foot doesn't track, play. is it? Hell doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that, on that note, let's move ourselves on to Division 2. Okay, so in Division 2, Chelmarsh are back at the top after briefly coming off the top for a few weeks in weeks three to five. Wellington, third 11, carry on their push for promotion and find themselves in second. Knocking and Kinley fall off the top spot and find themselves in third. Forton are in fourth, Alberbury fifth, All Brighton have galloped up the table and find themselves in sixth. Seventh place, Sentinel, second 11. Eighth place, Beacon. Ninth place, Ellesmere, first 11. Tenth, Shelton, second 11. Eleventh, Trisol and Sizden, or Treisel and Sizden. And in 12th place, Ponsbury, first 11. Now, I know we kind of mention it every week, but Ponsbury, it, it's not looking great. And everything that you kind of hear coming out of the club, it doesn't, doesn't sound great, which is sad because... They're a local club to us, and obviously it's it's sad to see clubs going through these struggles. You just kind of hope that they band together as a club and they get through it and they manage to piece something together and maybe even put a good run together second half of the season. They started to have more recognised players turning out and, you know, they need players to start turning up and playing for them if they're to kind of start pushing things in the other direction. Ellesmere, another one, haven't had the best of starts from what I've seen potentially down to availability, but now starting to get more of a consistent side and more of their old regulars together, which is meaning that they've got an upturn in results. Beacon as well, that, you know, that it's, I think there's this, there's like we've, like we said at the start, there's, there's a group of sides who are all very similar, um, you know, and you, anyone can beat anyone really. And, you know, Alberbury had a couple good results on the spin and then lost to Beacon um, in a really good tie the other week. I mean, Chelmarsh are the ones and Wellington are the two at the moment who I see as kind of pushing themselves out and look like they're making good progress. Forton, again, another side who, you know, they look like they're progressing and they're going from strength to strength and they've got some good players. And yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see if by the way that it's looking to see those three moving up in this division or Brighton, obviously really good start for those guys. And with Sentinel, I guess it's kind of down to availability. Some weeks, you know, the, the players raided by the ones or, or unavailability and, and that, but if they can get their main side out, then, you know, they can, beat anyone on their day but it's starting to shape up a bit trisol or trisol it's a bit unfortunate for those guys because they've had a couple cancelled and abandoned games and just haven't really got a run of form going and I i don't really know what to think really maybe maybe they're just getting used to adapting i mean we did i didn't get too good a look at them when they came to play us because 
the game got called off after 14 overs. But um, yeah, what's what's everyone else's thoughts looking in at Division 2? Well, just, just look at the, the point separation. There's nothing between Ellesmere in ninth and knocking in third. There's 14 points. Mm. So if Ellesmere get a result next week, they could go third from ninth. It's it's a really, really tight league. Like you say, anyone could beat anyone, really. Yeah, Charles Marsh flying at the moment, um, looking to head straight back into Div 1. Mm. Yeah, interesting thing with Wellington, obviously, because if they do finish in the top two, they can't get promoted anyway, can they? Unless their yeah. sec- seconds, you know, get get move up into the top two in 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 the um. In, well, they can't. That's it. They can't, can they? Because they can't. If, if, well, unless so if, if, if if all three sides win get promoted, promoted, yeah, they, that's the only way it's going to happen. But yeah, um, at the moment, Wellington seconds, I think, are about seventh, aren't they? So yeah, um, but fantastic that they were playing. Division three, what last season, season before, mm. and 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 they've really acclimatised well. Or well, Brighton um, have done really, really well. Uh, I think uh, for a first year in in, in Division mm. two for a long time. Um, Teresa, yeah, yeah, they've they've had had a tough start, and also don't forget they had that shocking vandalism of their yeah. covers and and the track and everything else, which mm. you know, is just disgraceful. Um, but yeah, I do worry about Plonsbury. Yeah, I mean, let, let's mention Alex Starr scored 92 off 41 balls for Charles Marsh as they beat Trisol the other day. Uh, star performers with the bat so far this season are Lee Davis uh, of Ellesmere, Christopher Morris or Brighton, Usman Barry still doing well, 199. Curtis Fury, uh, Alex Starr, Garrett Houston, Lee Craig, Tom Hill. Chris Hughes and Harjit Singh. So, yeah, a lot of familiar names and faces, a lot of familiar names on that list, but that's the alarm. It's gone off. So now it's time to move on to our next division and Division 3. It's not my fault I'm amazing. (laughs) Okay, so now let's move ourselves on to Division 3, Joss. So in Division 3, Colum's meteoric rise up the divisions continues as they're storming Division 3. 26 points ahead of Quatt in second, then Brosley in third, Montgomery in fourth, Church Ashton fifth, tied with Ludlow. And in seventh, two points behind them is Oswald Street, and it's Walshpool, Maidley, Willie, Wem on 35 points, and St. George's holding everyone up on 30. Colum, as I say, absolutely flying. They, you know, they posted 327 the other day against Maidley. Ian Simmons, who's played at much higher level in the past, finally came into form. 127 not out off 107 balls. Milan Dantingani got 64 and Darren Everson got 46. So huge score posted there. Um, I think they've got an overseas as well who's who's doing bits with the ball as well. So they're, they're doing very well. Some huge performances recently. Welsh Pool's Nick Owen. Scored 131 against Ludlow. That, that's a fair effort, that is. <laughs> Supported by Lance Parker. This is the other co-opening back with 63. And Wem's Andy Mortimer, who's uh, last couple of weeks got 123 and out against Oswestry. And 75 against Hugh Willie, I think, um, Slats. So, yeah, it's um, it's all going, Div 3. And I can't mm. see anyone stopping column already, to be honest. Yeah, it's it looks like that top three. Well, I think we kind of predicted it, didn't we, in our pre-season preview, that it was going to be Quat. Rosley and Column, and it's, it's starting to look that way. And I mean, you even look at you look at the top run scorers, and they've got four of the top ten. Uh, yeah, Column yeah, have, yeah, yeah. you know, and 
you look at you look at the other people. Andy Mortimer's top of the table. He's obviously scored these hundred twenty three. Is going to help that one. Um, <laughs> then you've obviously got your other usual suspects of Andrew Barker, Jagdeep Singh, and so forth. But yeah, it's it's looking ominous for the rest of the sides in Division Three, wouldn't you say? Definitely, I would. I, mean, so I was going to say Church Aston did push them very very close hmm. last weekend. I think Colin won by one wicket. Church Aston got 196 all out and um, Colin went high down. Good side but, though, uh, Church Aston. Really good side. I, th- yeah. You know, I think you look at the, yeah, I guess you're probably looking at Monty, Church Aston, Ludlow as your, your other three who could probably push either of those guys close. And I know they're bottom two, but if Wem got a decent side out one where you can you never know what you never know what might happen but it's yeah st george's twos and wem twos and willy ones it's not looking great down there slats yeah i think there's a tough start to the season and one thing i would say about columns overseas you mentioned him uh doing a bit with the ball he did a hell of a lot with the ball i umpired the game that um because we, we were off at the time so i umpired uh they played at our place and he opened with some right arm seam bowled um, four overs of that, then got fed up and bowled um, another six or seven overs of left arm spin and was very good and, and was very good at that too, which was just like, what? <laughs> some people are just too talented. It's, I, I, it's you not know, I've, fair. Save some for the rest of us. Please. I've known bowlers go, yeah, I'm going to come round the wicket or I'm going to come over the wicket. No, I'm going to go left arm. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Holy bejesus. Um, but yeah, you try it's... batting left-handed, Hill? <laughs> no, I it just see. looks like I do. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what I don't, I don't know what else to say really about this division. It's, it's, I don't kind of want to say that it's kind of taken shape and it looks like it, it looks like it started and there's not a lot, lot else that's going to happen, but it's going to be big games when Colum and Quat and Brosley and Quat and Colum and Brosley face each other, isn't it really? They're going to be the big, the big battles. Yeah, I think so. I think looking from our, from yeah. our. There's our... been a couple of shocks. I mean. No, no, Josh, after you, mate. I was going to say, there's been a couple of shocks. Oswestry seconds beat Brosley quite convincingly. Yeah. I think Oswestry posted 278 for six. Mm. And uh, Brosie replied with 199. So, you know, that's, um, we thought Brosie would be, um, well, they are, they're still up there, but uh, that was a bit of a shock from Oswestry. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, I think there's been some uh, tough results in there to start off with. And then, uh, I mean, looking from a Willie perspective, you know, they had a good win against Wem. Uh, in that game where Andy Mortimer got 75 not out over the batting, um, uh, but in, in a losing cause, and that's been a bit of a shock. Lee Jones in the runs, wasn't he? 88 not out. He was, but uh, and when conceding the game, they conceded that column, which was interesting. Never like to say that. <laughs> you don't want to, especially early on in the season, and it's not like you're having to travel. I think it, far, was I think, it bank holiday? Was it bank holiday no, I, weekend? I, th- I think it was a very wet weekend. It was, I was very surprised that they actually conceded the game where wet it was everywhere else. Oh, <laughs> okay. There weren't many games played. Um, that was the day when only, I think it was only six games played in the whole of the Shropshire League. Okay, right. Yes, let's move ourselves on to the next division and Division 4. <laughs> 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so on to Division 4 then. Yeah, really interesting looking division. Week Aston, top of the pile with 108 points uh, after the seven games they've played. Um, Wichert seconds. Uh, after a bit of a shaky start, finding some form and uh, up to second in not, with 96 points. Then you've got Shrewsbury thirds, uh, 84 points. Newport seconds, 83. Gillsfield in fifth with 77. And Frankton only two points further back uh, in sixth with 75. Then it's Harpers, Hodnett, Condover. Um, and then the bottom three, Schiffnell on 50 points. Bridge North thirds on 35. And Bishop's Castle on 34. So quite a gap. Uh, for the bottom two already, uh, which is very, very interesting. I mean, some fantastic games uh, in the last couple of weeks uh, with Whitchurch really are finding some form and uh, had a big win against Gillsfield, who were flying high and doing really well, uh, scoring 236 for eight in their 40 overs, then bowling Gillsfield out for 183. So a big win for them. Wheaton Aston, um, yeah, doing enough. Just, just scraping past uh, Newport um, to win by three wickets, chasing 147 uh, in the last week uh, and keeping themselves near the top. Do worry for Bishop's Castle. Um, they have uh, had a bit of a tough time of it. Um, but also, interestingly, is Harper's, uh, for me. Um, haven't disappeared after losing a lot of players to the new club, Priors Lee, um, and are you know mid-table, but only... You know, uh, seven or eight points off off the top five. So uh, you know, really uh, keeping going there, which is really good to see. Top performers in the in the division. One of the guys at Harpers, who uh, Mr. Bamidi, is two hundred and fifty one runs already this season. You know, when you think of how many games have been been abandoned or not played, to get two hundred and fifty one runs on the board is fantastic. Um, highest score so far is Dave Williams from Gillsfield. Really good performer. He's he's at hundred not out, so that's excellent. And um, Wazi Maftab uh, from Newport has also got over 200 runs this season as well. And as far as the bowling goes, again, it's really, really interesting to see uh, the, the guys at the top of the bowling. Uh, Katie Parfit at Gillsfield with 15 wickets so far this season. That's a full season's haul for me normally. So, uh, you know, that's that's very impressive. <laughs> and uh, Sonil John with 13 and Robbie Barker at Condover with 12. And again, that's a surprise for me, Condover. Uh, it just hasn't clicked for them this year yet. You know, you normally say... You know, at the start, when we did the predictions, we said, you know, they've been the bridesmaids for quite some time. Is it, is it their year this year? Um, 
you know, with uh, Charlie hopefully going to be smashing uh, smashing away more runs again and getting wickets as he has done. Uh, and it just hasn't happened for him this season. I don't know what your thoughts are, guys. Yeah, I mean, without having gone fully into Charlie's stats or anything, but I mean, I'm assuming you've probably had a look. I can see that he scored 67 against Wheaton Aston, but I guess it's you're looking for more than just him and... Well, he's got 160. Yeah, he's got 160 runs this year so far, which is mm. no, you know, it's no bad thing. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, I'd be pr- proud of that um, mm. for a couple of seasons. Never mind, you know, seven games in. Um, but you know, it's it, the need, he needs everybody else to come with him as well. And uh, yeah. you know, I, I thought they'd be doing way better, but it might just be they played a lot of the top, you know, the, the tougher sides to start off with. You know, it, sometimes you need to unwind the stagger to halfway and then have a look, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you look yeah, at Harper's. Right. You look at Harper's as well. And of their seven games, they've won two, lost four, and then the other game conceded the two wins. One against Bridge North, who were second from bottom, and the other win coming from Whitchurch, who were second in the table. So <laughs> it, it, you can't you can't really pick anything from that, really. But um, no, yeah, no, good to, good to see them. You know, because the last thing you want is when a side if they've lost a lot of players for them just you know, to really struggle. But I guess in those, in those kind of circumstances, it's kind of single swim and it can kind of rally a club behind each other. And yeah, it's not looking the best of starts for Bridge North this year by the looks of it here. But we just look at their results against Shrewsbury at the weekend. They got absolutely um, spanked. We ought to, Shrewsbury won by 247 runs. Incredible scorecard. Yes, yeah. Shrewsbury 386 for six. But George no, Hughes, 69. Lure Thomas, 74. Alex Walker, 45. Harry Wassall, 74. Freddie yeah. Furnival, 42. That's, no tons. No quite interesting. No, 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 no. Very, very good Shrewsbury side, though. Having a look at that. Having a look at that lineup. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very, very, very good Shrewsbury side. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a third 11 side that would play about 60, 70% of them lads would play for a lot of first teams in Div yeah. 1, Prem, Div 2. So. So yeah, is, no but, but, that one, but. but is this the year that they get a team out consistently though? Because mm. you know they, in, in years gone by, they've been playing Division Five, Division Six, yeah. and, and struggling um, because they, one week they're fantastic, they're world beaters, and the next week they struggle to get eleven out, and it's it's, it's yeah, I don't know. I, it's, I'll it, be honest with you, I've gone down, I've been, I've been to Shrew, I've been down at Shrewsbury a couple times this season. The atmosphere at the club is fantastic at the moment. I'm not quite sure what's happened. They've obviously had their pavilion and their clubhouse all done up, and you know, there's a lot of people staying there now. You know, and they're you know, there's a lot yeah. that all of us are coming back after games. They're all staying together. They're all on the beers. They're drinking double pints of WKD. No idea how Danny Walker does that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you haven't seen much of the thirds, though, have you? Because they play at St George's. Well, yeah, but still, they still, you know, they're still. Everyone seems to be going back and all spending time together. It seems to be quite harmonious together, and they're all going going well. But yeah, you look at that middle group as well, though, and kind of like what we said before. You know, it's uh, a lot of the teams have had a lot of cancellations who are at the bottom. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that that doesn't really help. But it's going to start, you know, there's, there's not a great deal of uh, run, well, points between them. And that's, the, and that's the alarm clock as we say the same thing again, which is the next few weeks, it's all going to really kind of push on. And we're really going to see how this develops as we move ourselves on to Division 5. Okay, so leading the way in Division 5, Church Stretton, 109 points, a massive turnaround for them after 
finishing eighth in Division Five last season. They have done some serious recruiting, and they've really big shout out to Pete Lee and Keith Yap and James Evans for turning around the the fortunes of Church Stretton with a mix of youth and newer players really pushing that side on the hipsters choice lanny has predicted up the top two up there lanny yeah uh, go on, not, not that we have personal favorites here um <laughs> in third place newtown second 11 who are doing fantastic you know really pushing on a side who keep developing year upon year seventh in 2019 sixth in 2021 in and around that area last year as well and now pushing up into third iscoid a side who we predicted to be up there in fourth Bowmere in fifth, Priors Lee, brand new side in sixth. I mean, you'd probably be disappointed to see them there, but, you know, they've started, they've started to kind of get the ball rolling, you know, getting the wins together, you know, a good win against St. George's third eleven, bowling them all out for 37 and knocking them down, two down. A big win against Bowmere Heath, again, setting a good total and then bowling the opposition out. Lost in a tight game to Church Stretton and um, have lost to Lanny. But um, a good, that Priorsley starting to get things moving forwards and wouldn't be surprised to see them shooting up the table. Beacon in seventh, much Wenlock surprisingly in eighth, a side who we thought might do quite well. But, you know, there's there's a cigarette paper between these sides. You know, it only takes a win. And uh, these then much Wenlock move from eighth to third. Then there's quite a jump down, 30 points, in fact, to Wellington fourth, 11. Not having quite as much success as the top three sides for Wellington. Kai Glass and Calverhall, the two relegated sides from last season, in 10th and 11th with 40 points and stranded at the bottom in 12th place, St. George's third 11 with 23. Now, for me, guys, Church Stretton, what? It's just an unbelievable. If you'd have said to me at the end of last season, Church Stretton would be leading the way and looking so good for it, I'd have been surprised. I, you know, I, I know how tight this league is, but the the turnaround that they've done is 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 fantastic. And, you know, they, the leading run scorer for them Said Tanzil or Raymond Navi uh, with 287 runs with an average of 71. Then the, around the rest of the league, Ryan Jones leading the way from Iscoid and Fence Bank, 341 runs, an average of 85. Mark Brown averaging 51 to, with 257 runs. Mike Bellamore, what a signing that's been for Newtown, getting those Bellamores from Ponsbury in fourth with 225 runs with an average of 112. Will Denham from Lanny in fifth with 215 with 45. Then Tom Wynn, Daddy Folks, Duncan Wright, Pete Lee and Adam Marshall finishing out the top 10. So lots of familiar names there. And Pete Lee finding a, a beautiful run of form, Josser. Yeah, good luck to Church Stratton. Um, like you said, there's a lot of big names there in the, uh, especially in the run scorers who probably should be playing a higher standard than Division Five, but that's up to them. Um, yeah, it's um, interesting division. Priorsley, I'm curious about Priorsley because obviously new to the league. Looks like the committee have got it right, put them in Division Five because they're mid-table. Um, certainly, as an Albury player, I'm quite curious to see how they get on because obviously we were double relegated <laughs> and they they came in so. Um, yeah, um, it'll be interesting. It looks, looks like the committee got it right anyway. Yeah, I mean, like we said at the beginning of the season, wasn't it, Slats? You know, we we thought that they'd probably have to be looking to get promoted and they haven't had the best of starts and 
Well, I said that anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can I, I was. Your head. I, no, to you be honest with you, if, I, I said if they finish, if they finish top half, they've, they've done really well. I think they've yeah. done, if they finish top half, that's 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 a good result. Um, yeah, you know, we we know what we're going to go on to talk about shortly. Mm. But <laughs> yeah, uh, well, look at you know, look at Church Street, and you've got Saladin Malik who leads the wickets with seventeen. Then with the ball, you've you've also got Jonathan Davis, 13, James Denham again, Tom Wynn again in these. Uh, Mark Brown's also in the top 10. You've got Dave Langdon, Shajid Manir from Church Threat and Ryan Jones, Manjeet Singh, Josh Poynton, you know, a lot of familiar names there. And all sides who are in, the, in this top group of clubs, you know, so... It only points to one thing, and I can see that the you know you're looking at your Lannies, for me, your Newtown, Church Stretton, Iscoid, Fence Bank, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Prizley making a charge up the table. That's all I'm saying, Slats. Yeah, I think that's it's it's entirely feasible. These divisions are tight all the way through, aren't they? Generally, um, uh, and I guess that's kind of the point. I just think it's it's worrying times for St George's really. See whether their thirds are their seconds, the bottom of of Div Three. Uh, first team, lower order of the Prem. Uh, hope they pull themselves together. Big club. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one to follow up and uh, see what's happening as the season progresses. And let's move ourselves on to our next division and Division 6. So Division 3, uh, sorry, Division 3, Division 6. Um, <laughs> you did <laughs> it, it was going to... <laughs> we were doing so well. <laughs> right. Allscott, obviously, with a bit of a point to prove. Allscott, second 11, running away with the division, 130 points at the top of the table. Um, Unbeaten. Only had the only one, game that one stopped was that cancellation. Yeah, and you don't, get, you don't get many cancelled at Allscott, to be fair. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a very good ground to play at. Um, and they haven't played Willie yet, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, um, Knocking and Kinley in second spot. Um 33 points adrift of them uh, with 97. Um, Roxeter seconds in third with 92. Um, again, they came from uh, being a Sunday side back into Saturdays, put in Division 6, and looks like a really good decision uh, by the committee. Um, Kunz um, in fourth with 82 points. Also uh, on 82 points, Lillishall, um just alphabetically in fifth. And then after that, it's Welshpool, second 11. Willie second eleven, Acton Reynolds second. Uh, well, Acton Reynolds second eleven. I'll come back to that. Harcourt's uh, first eleven, Montgomery second eleven, and the bottom two, uh, Column second eleven. Uh, quite at odds with how their first team are going um, uh, in Division Three, and uh, bottom of the pile though, Ludlow thirds, uh, which mm. is a real surprise for me to be honest another with you. Side, another side who all three teams aren't doing as well as you'd expect. Yeah, and I, look, I mean, we played against them last year, two games, and a good bunch of young lads there. Um, I think they've lost a couple to the seconds. Um, and, One um, game cancelled as well. Yeah, I was going to say, they've played a lot of games and have struggled a bit this year, uh, and, and a real surprise. I was going to chat with Ollie Bolton, who's, who's the captain, uh, before the season started, and he was quite confident in how they were going to perform. So he must be tearing his hair out. Poor lad, but um, yeah, it's 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 a tough start for them. Um, but I guess look, no surprises with Allscott. I think they were going to come out all guns blazing. Um, pleasantly surprised with Rockster being up there. Um, disappointed that uh, Willie aren't up a little bit higher, but uh, you know it's it is what it is. Um, my 
my concern really, I suppose, is a, a little bit of Acton Reynolds at the moment. Um, you know, came through last season, uh, double relegated at their at their own request um, to get into this division to sort of rebuild. And um, yeah, they've got 64 points on the board, but the last three weeks, uh, the two games they've played, they've played with nine. Now they beat Harcourt with nine. Batting, they seem to be, you know, scoring runs for fun. Um but the uh, the game in between the two, they conceded on the Tuesday because they only had three players against Liverpool. So um, just one to keep an eye on, I think. And um, you know, let's hope they get things right and they get they get people there. We're due to play them on Saturday. I'm looking forward to seeing the boys from Reynolds. I haven't played them for a while, um, but yeah, just hoping they they get a few players in and uh, can can keep going. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, it is it is quite interesting. Top of the pile with the run scoring at the moment, um, without a shadow of a doubt, is uh, Mark Powell from Colin, which is quite interesting because they're down the bottom two, but he got a big hundred early early on the season, um, and he's also uh, got the highest strike rate as well, which is quite interesting. So one hundred thirty five point four, uh, top scorer uh, Liam Styus from Allscott uh, has scored one hundred and seven. Um, and you know, there's so it's the run scorers in the division. Obviously, Nick Russell from Acton Reynolds, he's scoring lots of runs at the top of the order for them. 199 so far this uh, season. Andrew Sutton from Harcourt, the 191, um, and Simon Fletcher also 184. Um, and then with the bowling, with the ball, there's been some uh, really interesting stuff. Tom Caulfield's top of the pile there from Montgomery with 11 wickets, uh, but joint with Keith Sandbrook from Acton Reynolds. And Jay Salgado, um, again, with an, all with 11. Um, and Joshua Gosnell with 10 from Allscott. So it's an interesting start to the season, I think, in the division. Uh, lots to unwind yet because a lot of games were called off early doors. Uh, it'll be interesting we're, we're at the halfway point. But um, I do worry about Ludlow. They're quite a bit adrift yet. But again, they could pick up points. They haven't played Willie yet. So we'll see what happens. So I'm surprised to see... I know they're fourth, but Kund, with the players they play in that division, I think should be doing so much better. You oh, know, yeah. Greg yeah, we... Trow, they've got Craig Kinsey, Jason Brooks, uh, Kenny Hamer plays sometimes, Greg Lawrence, Farrier Far- Waters, Thomas Karashi. They're all potential first-teamers to me. Yeah, I mean, we played them on Saturday and they, they look a good outfit. One of our lads said, whoever finishes above them this season will win the league. Um and you know, yes, they when their tails are up, they can be. But they've had some indifferent results at the start of the season. I think that's probably held them back. Graham Tro sort of flips between the first and the seconds. So he played first the week before last, and then played against us last week. Farrell Waters, you know, he's a, he's a postman, bless him, and he, uh, you know, he turns up he turned up a couple of hours late for the game on Saturday, um, just because he needs to get his round done and sorted, and he, um, you know, to get to get there. So he, he generally sort of plays at home. Um, be interesting, but yeah, they, they are a decent outfit and a good bunch of lads too. Right, yeah, the timer oh, yeah, has yeah. gone, so we do have to move on to our next division. I will get in there by saying I'm surprised to see Colin Two's down there, given everything that's gone. I was going to say that, yeah, um, and, and if they go down and they first go up, there'll be five divisions between the two. Madness, and yeah. um, the top two lead in Division Six, also the two sides that Alberbury Twos beat last season. Anyway, let's move ourselves <laughs> on. Dude, is, that when you, is, is, is that when you got 11 out? <laughs> okay, Division 7, Joss. Yeah, so in Division 7, Coton Hall leading the way with 107 points. They've got a 
14 point lead over Lillishall in second. Uh, double relegates Albury in third with 71 points. Then it's Condover and Corvedale and Quatt, all with 60 points. Fulton in seventh. Ponsby seconds in eighth. Ellesmere seconds in ninth. And Albrighton seconds well adrift at the bottom. 27 points behind Ellesmere in, in last place. So worrying times for Albrighton seconds. Uh, we played Coton Hall first game of the season on a, a damp pitch, shall we say, and they've got four or five very good players. In fact, that's what we saw. They lost a couple of wickets, I think maybe three. Uh, they're, they're good for their place, to be honest. I think, I think they'll stay there. Albury sort of hit and miss, really. We've had a couple of very, very good wins and a couple of disappointing defeats, which um, when... There's some in the club that really wanted to win every game and bounce back and prove the league wrong. I think we haven't really justified only being in Division 6 just yet, but hopefully we'll be there next year, you know, get a string a few results together. Looking down the division, yeah, Ellesmere, I think they'll struggle a bit as well. But Albright are really worrying for Albright. They've got just 15 points from six games. Yeah, you look at that, three losses, uh, one concession... One cancelled, one abandoned, and not even getting many. Four batting points, eight bowling points. It's yeah, it's not looking great for them. Uh, as we kind of predicted, uh, Slatsk, Coton Hall leading the way, and yeah, Dan I, Thomas, Dan Thomas yeah. doing the damage with the bat. It's listen, he's he's a very twenty-eight runs for Coton Hall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andrew Brooks has got the same amount of runs, but Dan Thomas is a seriously good cricketer. Batting and bowling, he could play at a lot higher level. He's playing with his mates. I think he, he plays play at Wem, didn't he? Um, and then Andrew to- Brooks scored 145 of his runs in one innings. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but hey, stats don't lie, do they? <laughs> and in now, third place, averaging 62, <laughs> was averaging 115 or something ridiculous at one point. 175 at one point, ridiculous. But you're looking at you're looking at the top run scores here, and it's Coton Hall, Condover, Alberbury, Fulton. Quat, it's it's the sides are all at the top, unsurprisingly. And then with the ball, um, top two are Coton Hall. You've got Dantner, then you've got D- Christopher Marsden, Alistair Rich, um, then you've got Daniel Lakelin from Ponsbury, Ed Roberts from Alberbury. But I, I, you look at this, Joss, and from an Alberbury perspective, you're probably looking to say, probably need to. Do a bit more with the ball with only Ed in that top 10? Or is that just where consistency is falling down that we're not getting a consistent bowling lineup out? Um, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to make this about all about Albury, but um, I think we've, yeah, we're more of a batting side than a bowling side, you're right. I mean, Jimmy Harrop's in the top 10 as well for runs. I've scored a few. And yeah, yeah obviously you've got to. Does that does that mean you're making hay while win loses in place? Then you might draw a lot of games in the second half. Kind of, of the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're not making that much hay there because we've lost two. Which <laughs> is surprising considering they're a team for the farmers. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah, I mean, so... yeah, we had a, we we were all out for 181 in the 31st over mm. in a 40 over game against Fulton, which is yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, if we'd seen our overs out, we'd have won that game, and they knocked them off in the in the 31st. Funnily enough, yeah. Um, you look at that yeah. though, and you know you got there's only there's only a handful of points between Fortin in seventh and Alberbury in, in in third. You know, eighteen points there. So there's still a lot of cricket to be played, and I think there's been quite a few rained off games in this league as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how how all that turns out. Obviously, Coton Hall, another side of they've out of the six games they played, five of them had one abandoned. Um, 
generally with most of these leagues, the sides who are at the top are the ones who have played the majority of them and had few games cancelled and and been victorious with most. Um, interesting to see Corvedale um, mid-table. I'd be interested to see how they do in the next few weeks and Quat as well in sixth, whether they can start pushing up. But it looks like it's going to be between Lillishaw, Aubrey, Condover, Corvedale, Quat and Forton. That's quite a list. Um, between who who goes up with Coton Hall if more than one goes up this season. Yeah, I mean, I know you were saying about uh, Mr. Brooks getting 145 in one innings, which was actually last week, I think, um, in the game against Ponsbury, uh, which they won by 147 runs, so they actually didn't need him uh, on that basis. <laughs> you tell him. <laughs> oh, I'll tell him, don't worry. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a massive win at 308 runs. But again, Ponsbury struggling. Ponsbury yeah. struggling again, and it's yeah, it's a worry. But um, there, there was talk of them folding on their teams. I, I heard a rumor that they're thinking of folding on their teams. I hope it's not true. Mm. Yeah, well, let's let's, let's let's absolutely hope not because uh, that'll impact all the whole club, won't it? If that, if that yeah. happens, yeah. Um, you're, you're looking at it though as well in this Division Seven. Just having a look at some of the results. Everyone's every every one of that group that I just mentioned. They're all taking points off each other. You know, Forton beat Alberbury. Um, but the week before, they uh, lost to Corfdale, who yes. got beaten by Albury the week before. And, yeah. you know, Quat seems to be going on a good run now. They've put on a couple of wins together. Lillishaw beat Condover, but then Condover bounced back with a massive win against Ponsbury, scoring 300-odd. Um, and Lillishaw again winning again against Old Brighton, um, who, yeah, as we said, are struggling. And Ellesmere and and all bright it doesn't look good them not getting not getting over a hundred in their both in their last two weeks ago and then just getting over a hundred the other the other two weeks with the other sides knocking them off quite convincingly you and know, yet they're, they're first knocked them off in 15 overs and Lillishaw knocked them off in 30 odd six down but yeah, yeah. and then yet yeah, the all brighton's first so you know doing very well in division two so it's kind of you know how do you figure that? It's 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 mm-hmm. it is a strange one, um, but consistency will be the key in this division, I think. Absolutely, Coton Hall. If they keep playing the way they are, everybody else is playing for second. Right. Anyway, that's the uh, the the alarm went off a while ago, but I wanted to make <laughs> it a little bit more than just a Holbury chat. Um, <laughs> you failed, but go on. I uh, know, I know. I, I just get too engrossed in it. Uh, we'll just have to have someone else host it. Uh, everyone rejoices and goes, "Yes, James, definitely do that." Um, <laughs> let's move ourselves on to our final division and Division Eight. <laughs> right, slats. The final division. No pressure. Off you go. Division eight. Okay. And what a division. Uh, I mean, it's only six teams, but there are some battle royales going on in this division. Gillsfield, second 11, top the par with 111 points after seven games, um, followed by Keyside with 93 points. Uh, and there's a bit of a drop to Beacon in third with 78. Then Sentinel in fourth with 53. And then the bottom two, Kai Glass on 46 and Chirk on 40. But it's a very, very interesting when you look at some of the results. So, you know, Sentinel beat Beacon at the weekend, for example, um, and got themselves closer to that top three. Um, Chirk beat Keyside. So Chirk, who are, you know, at the bottom. Smashed beat Key- it as well. Beat, you know, <laughs> thumped, thumped Keyside, who, you know, um, 
you know, flying high. So it's kind of, it's one of those divisions that you just don't know how it's going to end up. Um, Rob Williams, 98, not out for Chirk in that one, yeah. Yeah, massive. And, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm really interested to see how it's all going to turn out. But Gillsfield seem to have the edge, which is great because it's a new team, new team into the, into the Shropshire division uh, on a Saturday. They've gone for it this year, Gillsfield, and said, we're going to put a second team together and, you know, um, fair play to them. You know, they, they really are doing They're unbeaten. it. Do you know what? Bear with, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, they are. How do they, how do no, they decide? What, what, no, they what's the, one. um, they lost one, yeah. Well, the fixtures, they played each other four times in this, in this league. They, they do indeed, Joss, yeah. yes. So don't fall out with anybody week one because you'd be playing them again. <laughs> and, you know, it's, three it's, times, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, so, you know, it's either going to be, you know, a running feud or you have to get over it pretty quickly if you fall out with anybody. Um, but yeah, they, they play each other four times. And uh, okay, it's... <laughs> you could say that could be a bit repetitive and tedious, but actually it does make for a very competitive set of results and, uh, and you know, and, and a division. I think it's going to be uh, mm. very, very interesting. And, you know, you look with the bat, um, Rob Williams tops the par with 183 runs, followed by Jamie White with 158, uh, Stuart Gwilt with 150, and then Ray Collins, the ever young Ray Collins uh, with 134 runs. Yes, Ray. Yeah, man, good lad. So, yeah, it's. I think it's really, really competitive. Talk, talking sense. of Ever Young, have you seen the um, Nick Broadbent in the bowling as well? I was just looking at the bowling, actually, yeah. Uh, Thomas Wallace with 12 wickets so far this season. Ian Plant and Harry Roberts both with 10. Uh, Gary Foster and Gary Griffiths both from uh, Gillsfield, one with nine, one with eight. And uh, Mr Broadbent also on eight. Uh, Jamie White on eight. Matthew Harris on eight. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, and also Sean Southern in, in, in the top 10, there with six wickets as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's a really interesting, we all, we all sort of took a, an intake of breath and we said six teams, how's that going to work? But actually I think it could be a really tight knit, well yeah. fought, well fought division for, I'm agreeing with you for that. <laughs> for, I was a bit skeptical, but it <laughs> looks right? like it's turning out to be an absolute cracker of a division. Yeah. I think, you know, there'll be some interesting results all the way along. And I think, uh, but you know, as again, in every division consistency, Gillsfield at the top now, we'll see what happens when the stagger and winds a little bit, yeah. which is not so much of a stagger in this division, but there's, there's a bit of a correlation as well. Chirk's ones are starting to do well. Their twos are starting to do better as well. Um, Gillsfield, I think they're going to be the team to beat, aren't they? And then, yeah, everyone else picking up results against each other. It's, yeah, it's, it's looking like it's going to be really good in this division, Joss. Yeah, yeah, just looking at the geography of it as well. So there's three Shrewsbury teams, isn't there? Keyside, Beacon, and Sentinel. Yep. Two on, the, two on the same pitch, even. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Kai Glass and Chirk, both Oswestry way. And Gillsfield's sort of on the way to Oswestry a little bit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, yes, it's yeah, three three Shrewsbury teams and three Welsh teams, more or less. Yeah, you, yeah, but pretty if, much. Yeah, although Oswestry um, might object to being called Welsh, but they're right on the border. But, uh, yeah, I think Chirk have got some travelling to do, other than other than the Kai Glass fix. So they've uh, they've got a few miles there. Yeah, but yeah, Fantastic. good good luck to more, good luck to Gillsfield. Great stuff. Who Andy Fan has joined, I believe. Has Played he? For them last weekend, yeah. Did he? By goodness, yes, right? Okay, did. that that's interesting. I didn't I know think, that. Um, someone else went to college. I think he scored two um, Chris Scott's gone as well, hasn't he? To Gilson. Yes, he has. Chris He's Scott gone. from from off air. I'll tell you something about that. Uh, from college, <laughs> really? I only played against yeah. him two weeks ago. 
Yeah, Holland. he's moved moved across to Gillsfield. But anyway, on that bombshell, that rounds up our divisions, and we move on to our final section. Wow. So, well done. You've made it through, and we've made it through. We, and we've kind of got it succinct. Obviously, it's the first episode, so it is a bit of a work in progress. So if you do have any suggestions of things you'd like us to do in our five minutes or what your don't. thoughts are, then please let us know. We are going to try and best get across a best episode for you guys and try and go through all the leagues. But the idea is... We want to try and get more Shropshire cricket pods because that is what Cow Corner originally was about and what it is for. So we want to try and get more Shropshire stuff rather than you having to wait four weeks every time for an extra show, Shropshire League show. So the next episode, we've got the extra show, which is next week. And then the week after that, we've got another supplement episode with Joss and Ian. And then the week after that, it's the Shropshire League show with Joss and me and Andy and then it rolls on to another supplement show and that's how it rolls on and on and on unless we choose to uh, change the format but that's how I'm thinking it should go at the moment we'll see how it goes um, especially basically now I'm going to be recording um, two pods in a week which might be a bit of a challenge for me but we'll see how it works out but um, yeah great stuff um, hope you've all enjoyed it remember what is what's the discount code Joss Cowpod 23 Amazing. And what do you get with it, Slats? You get discounted food and drinks. You get to sit with all the Shropshire cricketers in the Hollies and be there or be square leg. Yes. Discount <laughs> tickets as well. Club v Club yeah, Challenge like that, on the pitch at the interval and also maybe in the stands as well. I've heard some rumours of boat races and all sorts of other things that will be going on. And then we are going to sixes after. So make sure you email us or DM us cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com or get into our social media direct messages and let us know and we can get stuff sorted. Also at Rochester, something that isn't uh, Cow Corner related are having Dean Headley come to their club to do a talk. So if you are interested, go and find that and he will be doing a talk evening. And I believe, guys, we will be doing something as well uh, with the podcast on that night with Dean himself. So anyway, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Remember to like, share and subscribe. This has been another episode of the Cow Corner podcast. Well done, guys. Cheers, Josser. Cheers, Elite. Thanks, mate. Cheers, Cheers, Sats. Cheers, boys. Enjoyed that. Good fun. Thank you for listening. Until next time, goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.